0: subjected in recent times to a a direct challenge to our character, even if we don't recognize it. We have been tested in the past few years in ways that actually define our courage, our integrity, and our resolve to make America what we think it ought to be. And that can vary widely. Some of us are all in on totally dismantling our Constitution and removing our borders that define us as a sovereign nation. These people have been sufficiently brainwashed to believe that communism and globalism are a great thing. They think the world will be a much better place if only we will allow a one-world government to rule us. On the other end of the spectrum, there are the people who maintain that the founders of our nation got it right, and they believe the Constitution that was created to work for a moral majority, that is a moral and religious people, and by religious, our founders meant Christian, Christian people. These people believe that The Constitution is and should remain the law of our land. And between those two spectrums, you have everything and anything. This mixed bag of political, moral, and religious philosophy is most definitely present throughout Congress. It also exists along the full spectrum In the Republican Party, and we have seen that very clearly, what historically has represented the quote conservative side of the House and Senate is not exactly always conservative. And that concerns a lot of people. And it should. It should. Because what has not happened in recent years is the representation of the people's will. And that is what the Constitution is all about. Living and breathing, the Constitution was intended for our good as a free and independent people who appreciate justice, who appreciate goodness and prosperity. What have we found in this mixed bag? Well, it has been, instead of a government for the people, it's been all about self-interest. And even the conservatives who claim to be conservative, who claim to be Republican, perhaps, even many Christians actually put selfish ambition ahead of God and country. And that has been playing out, Because the pressure is on all of us, some of us more than others. And that will never do in an all-out freedom fight, which is exactly what we are facing right now. Welcome to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip. You are on the America Out Loud News Network. And we are facing today some challenges that you need to be aware of, hang on to your hat, because what is coming down the pipeline is going to be incisive. It's going to cut to the very heart of every American's life. And depending on how you respond, that is going to determine where America goes in our future. Can things get possibly much worse than they are? Oh, yes, sure they can. We haven't seen anything yet. Not really. But can things get much better? Yes, they can. But whichever way this goes is all going to depend on how we respond. It will depend on you and me, the American citizen. Are we willing to tolerate evil? Are we willing to compromise our values? When you are challenged or threatened by an entity of government that calls you out because you take a stand for what is right, how you respond determines your character. And we've seen some great examples of this uh, just recently, and I think those are worth Discussing. But yes, America can become great again. What we have seen among the spotlighted players, or I would like to call them soldiers, soldiers of righteousness, in this battle for America's future has been a mishmash of everything. I don't like a lot of what I've seen because I have seen a lot of compromise. We have seen everything, ranging from all out sworn enemies and traitors betraying our country in government and out of government, in business, wherever you are, you see it. We have seen the sworn enemies. We have seen fair weather patriots. And personally, I struggle with that, but they are there. And then we have seen some full-blown solid rock American loyalists who refuse to compromise their integrity and their courage and their values, despite being severely and heavily persecuted to the point of losing their freedom in a very significant way. And there's a message in this for us today that I think we really need to understand. Right now, we have just gone through a real significant agenda in Congress as we have seen our House Speaker selection go through just a whole bunch of challenges and we look at it and all I can say is it appears to be a house of horrors. But then something happened, and I wondered, did that house of horrors become a house of mirrors, actually? Are they finally seeing for themselves who they are, what they are about? And I'm referring specifically to the Republican side of the house. Have they finally seen the light? And then what's going on in Georgia? Have the lights gone out there permanently, or might there actually be some hope of justice in the Fannie Willis fake racketeering case? Whoever you are and wherever, we all should learn and apply the rules of righteousness in daily living. And the rules of righteousness demand that we never, never compromise our moral values, our integrity, our personal character is going to be determined by how we respond when the pressure is put on us individually. And these rules of righteousness in daily living, these are what is going to guarantee the preservation of our freedom if we forsake those rules, then we have already lost our freedom. Now, with regard to the House Speaker, finally, finally, the House came together after Tom Emmers, Senator extraordinaire for the Democrats, he dropped out of the race kind of mysteriously, after his name was thrown out there. And I would say thank you, President Trump, because President Trump voiced his assessment of Emmers. And it was very enlightening and, in my opinion, very true. It was accurate. Tom Emmers is a Republican senator, but he is a Soros-compromised politician the whole way. He is anti-American first. He is pro America last. He is a full-blown rhino. And out he went, and somehow, mysteriously, now, Mike Johnson, Senator Mike Johnson from Louisiana, has been elected Speaker of the House. That is great. God is good. Thank you, Lord. It has been an answered prayer. But, Not so fast. We have to understand what just happened here. We have to digest it because if we fail to understand what really happened, then we are going to miss the big points and we are not going to see where we can expect to be going down the road as Mike Johnson implements some changes in the house. Mike Johnson was nominated for speaker unanimously, 128 votes on the Republican side of the house. What happened? How in the world did that happen? When we have rhinos galore in there, we have compromisers throughout the entire side of the, uh, uh, both sides of the house both Democrat and Republican. We know that the Democrats would vote against any Republican speaker. That's a given. They don't, they don't vote for the country. Don't They don't vote for their constituency. They represent their selfish selves. And the agenda on the left side of the spectrum, on the group of people that believe that communism and globalism is great. So, how in the world could a conservative guy like Mike Johnson be elected to the House? That's very interesting, and we have to figure it out. Well, let's try and do that. Now, Johnson was a key figure in challenging the 2020 election results. Remember that he spearheaded, he wrote the amicus brief that was signed by 125 House Republicans. And these people supported a Texas lawsuit that was planning to invalidate the election in four swing states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Now, we know beyond any doubt right now that voter fraud, election fraud was absolutely rampant in all the swing states. That's how Joe Biden got installed as president. The guy that was living in his basement, demented, confused, not knowing what is up or down in America, but he got so-called elected because of the election fraud. There's no doubt about that in any person's mind that has any lick of common sense. Sensibility says we saw it. We saw it with our own eyes. How people were ballot harvesting, stuffing ballots, and manipulating in every which way. We saw the middle of the night change when Trump was far ahead. And then suddenly, within minutes, Biden all of a sudden was way ahead. We know that voter fraud took place. We know that they stole the 2020 election. And that's a huge, huge problem for us because when that happened, We lost our free republic. We do not have an elected president in the United States. And that means we have essentially a dictatorship or an oligarchy. Whoever is pulling uh, Biden's strings, the puppeteer, is doing a great job at tearing down our institution of a constitutional republic that is very very concerning and mike johnson led the way to oppose it he was he was speaking loud and boldly he was exposing the corruption so how possibly could mike johnson have been nominated And chosen unanimously, 128 votes on the Republican side. I mean, it seems like this just doesn't make sense. This is an oxymoron. It does not follow logically, given all the severe rhinos in the House. Well, let's go further. Let's look a little bit deeper. After he was nominated... And then elected as Speaker of the House, he gave a speech. And in this speech, when I initially listened to it, I heard a lot of really great promises. I mean, it was almost like a politician was speaking because of the things that he was saying. But he did sound very sincere. Okay, we've got to grant him that. He wasn't speaking off the top of his head. He wasn't speaking just off the cuff. This guy spoke with sincerity. And it's a hard thing to actually fathom because we, we never see it, or not very often, but we saw that this guy actually spoke with resolve. He stated, and I quote, The House Republican majority is united. Whoa, 128 uh, votes to nominate him. Yeah, that does sound united. I mean, it, it was an action. It wasn't just words. They nominated him with complete unanimity, just like the Democrats always do. Whoa, have we learned a lesson here? What what happened? How did it happen? How did they pull this off? And then Mike Johnson said, this is servant leadership. Oh, I love those words. Servant leadership. What does that mean? Well, servant leadership is what the Bible talks about, for example, with husbands, with fathers. In the home, the man is the head of the household, according to the Bible, but it is not the head as in the domineering, imposing, do it my way kind of a brutal head of the household. It is just the opposite. The head of a household, according to God's design, is a servant leader. So, When the representative Mike Johnson said, this is servant leadership, it perked my ears. It's like, tell me more, because servant leadership is about leading by example, like saying, look at me and follow me in what I do, because what I am doing is good for you. It is good for me. It is good for everyone, because servant leadership is a leadership by God's design. So I was very impressed with those words, and so I listened on, and then he said, we are ready to serve the people of this country. Whoa, where did that come from? When's the last time we saw those words spoken as representing the House of Representatives? The lawmakers in our country, are they really ready to serve the people of this country? Because if they are, wow, that's impressive. But are they really? Do they intend to serve this country, not the CCP, not Ukraine, not the Palestinians, or the Israelites, right? The Israeli people. Uh, they're a nation, they are an ally. But our government is designed to serve our people in this country. I wanted to ask Representative Johnson, what do you mean by that? Please tell me, what do you mean? We are ready to serve the people of this country. It sounds so good. It sounds too good to be true almost. How do they plan to serve us? That was the next question. But, you know, I don't like the service that we've been given in the past few years because it has been nothing but destroying America. So, how will they serve us? Will they close the border finally? Will they stop the Biden demolition team that is destroying America? Is that what you mean by serving us? Because if you do, I'm all for it. Mike Johnson then went on to say in that speech, we want to restore faith in Congress. Restore your trust in what we do here. Do tell me, how do you plan to restore trust in Congress? Because let me be honest, my faith, in Congress right now is in the negative numbers. I have no faith in them whatsoever. I have faith in Congress pursuing the demolition course, the make America weak and immoral and totally destroyed That is what I have seen. So no, I don't have faith in Congress. And yet I want to believe Mike Johnson in his words. Are you going to really restore a trust in our government or at least in Congress, in the House of Representatives? You know, when he said those words, I felt like saying, "Okay, specifics, Mike tell me, how do you plan on doing that? And you saw that he avoided certain questions. And, and I understand the purpose of that. He wanted unity. And unity is a good thing because that's the only way we can become powerful. We can be strong when we have unity. Diversity never leads to strength. There is strength in unity, strength in numbers. But when he said, I want we want to restore your trust in what we do here. My first thought is, you know, I kept envisioning Ka, the hypnotizing snake and jungle book. Have you ever, uh, do you remember that, that uh, song that Ka sang, Trust in Me? The lyrics could be sung by Congress based on their actions in the last few years. The lyrics go, trust in me, just in me. Shut your eyes and trust in me. You can sleep safe and sound, knowing I am around. Slip into silent slumber, sail on a silver mist. Slowly and surely, your senses will cease to resist. Trust in me, just in me. Shut your eyes and trust in me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ka wanted to eat little Mowgli. And he tried to hypnotize him so that he could eat him. Now, isn't that what Congress has done to us? Isn't that what our entire federal government done to us in the last few years? I don't trust the government. And I'm saying it right, straightforward. I don't trust the government and we should not trust the government. That's another tidbit of wisdom that came from the founding fathers of this country. But I have been praying fervently for our country, because we are so out of control. And I know many of you good people have also been praying for your country. And look what happened. We actually have a conservative speaker who was not supposed to make it. But here's the rest of the story. Mark Johnson, A moderate freshman New York representative suggested taking a non-binding poll on the guy who came in second to Emmer. They said, well, you can't do that because the rules say you can't. He wanted a unanimous consent request to negate those rules and then said, let's take a poll to have Johnson for speaker nominee. Whoa, that was unexpected, completely unexpected. And they went forth with it and said, you know what? That is not a bad idea. We are in crisis. We are how many days out? 22 days or so without a speaker. The government is in idle. And personally, I've enjoyed that. It's been peaceful, much less chaotic. But they went for it and they said, okay, let's do it. They said they took a vote on that and they agreed to it, except for one man. One man opposed the move and who was that that was Kevin McCarthy This is huge in the words of Matt Gates McCarthy had been working all along to knife Steve Scalise to knife Jim Jordan and everyone else so he McCarthy could be elected Again, And that was their plan. And we know it beyond any doubt because Patrick Henry, who is now the temporary speaker, adjourned the House for a few hours so that they could scheme on how to knife Mike Johnson, to block him with write-in votes for Kevin McCarthy and ultimately reinstate the rhino McCarthy. McCarthy is done for. He is finished. He has shown us exactly who he is and how many of us suspected it and believed it simply because of his actions. You will always know someone by their fruits, which is by their actions. Are they producing good fruit or bad fruit. McCarthy has done nothing but but pushed forward the Democrat-Communist agenda to destroy America. And he opposed what everybody else was in favor for. And look what happened. They took a roll call vote so that everyone would know how each member voted And there was a unanimous vote for Johnson. That was incredible. It was an answered prayer. What is the moral of this story? Well, the moral is absolutely this. Our government right now is corrupt beyond measure. It is infiltrated with all kinds of rhinos, with insincere people who really do want to destroy America. Barack Hussein Obama infiltrated in our government radical Muslims, anti-Americans with full intent of leading us down the primrose path, and we are well on our way down that path. But all of a sudden... An answered prayer, a completely unexpected answered prayer. I'll be honest with you. I really didn't know that much about Mike Johnson, this representative from Louisiana. But as I heard him speak and listen to the remainder of his speeches throughout the day, I was highly impressed with his words, with his resolve, with his stated intentions. Can we trust in him to be a good speaker of the house? What will he do to make good on his promises? I'm hoping and praying that he will be like President Trump. Promises made, promises kept. Nobody can deny that of President Trump. He did what he said he would do. He did it to the best of his ability in regard, in full regard for the American people and without compromise. And he did it alone with near total opposition. Everyone the entire government working against President Trump because he was for the people. So I'm hoping, I am praying that Mike Johnson will follow through because I don't trust the government and we should not still trust the government. We should not ever trust the government. Yes, the moral Of the story is that our government is corrupt. It's always been corrupt to some extent. The moral of the story is that McCarthy is the super rhino that we all thought he was. And he has now fully exposed his motives. The real crux in the moral of the story. Is that integrity counts? I'll return after a short pause. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX.
1: It's the way healthcare should be. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Spike proteins help viruses enter into your cells, disrupting your health and your well-being. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body of spike proteins, which allows your body to repair from within, supporting your immune and respiratory systems, and regulating your inflammatory response. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, foreign protein cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
0: Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. Americaoutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Welcome back. This is Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Remember, please, that my show airs at 5 p.m. Eastern Time on weekends. And remember, please, to go to AmericaOutloud.news for all incredibly good articles and podcasts that truly inform and make a difference in saving America. We are a brotherhood of warriors for America. We are a brotherhood of friends to all who love God and country, and we sure do hope that you will join us in saving this great nation that is so worth saving if we continue to be a nation under God, ruled by the Constitution of the United States, Never before in American history have we been so threatened with the extinction of our liberty and justice as now. And you and I can make a difference if only we will take a stand and do what is right without compromise. We have an awful lot of work cut out for us. We have to eliminate government tyranny. We need to defund and abolish every last government agency that has become weaponized against the American people. And we need to restore an elected president to the White House. We need to close our borders and stop all the sex trafficking, drug trafficking, and transporting of many criminals and enemies, devout enemies across our border. We need to root out the illegal invaders, and we need to bring to justice the purveyors of crime and death in our country. Now, that's going to take some work, but there is hope. And as we have now surprisingly seen, the rise of a conservative a conservative Speaker of the House, Representative Mike Johnson from Louisiana. We have hope. There is a ray of light shining through the dark clouds. And maybe, just maybe, we can turn this around because the clock is ticking. We are running out of time as we head toward the 2024 election. Remember, the Communist Democrat Party knows that they cannot vote in anybody, any Democrat, Joe Biden, or anybody else. It doesn't matter who they put forth. Gavin Newsom, forget it. The guy is a full-blown communist. He will not be elected into the White House. The only way that they can win is to steal another election, and I guarantee you they're doing everything in their power right now to accomplish that. But the American people can overcome this evil, and we must. Today I am discussing the fact that among conservatives... Are a mixed bag of characters in the fight to restore freedom and justice to America. We have seen, we've seen with our own eyes how conniving and lowly are the rhinos like McCarthy who have nefariously schemed against the American people. Remember, they are committing their evil against us. And we have seen how goodness has prevailed with a conservative speaker being selected to the House. God does answer prayer. But let's not be deceived, okay? Don't trust your government. This battle for America is far from over. And we have to acknowledge that. We still have a long way to go to the 2024 election if we even make it that far before entering World War III and who knows what happening then. But we must not be deceived. The battle for America is raging, absolutely raging. And the embedded domestic enemy in government is cunning, powerful, powerful, scheming, intelligent, and as evil as they come. And we have to recognize that these people are not gone and they will do everything in their power to deprive the people of our will. And what is our will? What do most Americans really want? We want a strong, peaceful, safe, prosperous, moral, and righteous nation, a Christian nation. God did shed his grace on us because we worshiped God alone, our heavenly father, the God of the Bible. And we held ourselves to his standard. And that must continue. We must continue to honor God if we ever hope to salvage America. It is a fact of history. But there are so many compromisers. Even among the Christians, the conservatives, those people who claim to love their country, who outwardly take a stand even for their country. But when the pressure is on, when the persecution comes, that's when you are really tested. That's when your character is really revealed. Compromise is a very easy thing to do. And even people with the best of intentions can cave to the pressure of threats from a weaponized government. And I get that. I really do understand that. That's exactly what is happening right now, for example, with the mutiny in Georgia, where the lights are not out completely, but they are still flickering badly. Recently, you may have heard that the 11th Circuit emergency writ accepted to hear a case to invalidate the 2020 and 2022 elections. And who's going to rule on that case? Justice Clarence. The light is getting brighter in many ways. And we need to pray for Justice Clarence. Pray for his courage his strength and boldness to uphold the truth. It's that simple. Just uphold the truth. Look at the evidence and let it speak for itself. Surprisingly, this case that was filed was pro se. It means that they have no legal representation, the one who filed this lawsuit. Now, if this goes forward and If it is successful, this could invalidate the election results in both Florida and Georgia due to their use of uncertified and uncertifiable equipment used in both elections. Now, in fact, and we know this, this evident abuse of an election, which we call fraud, It was present throughout the entire nation. And we have ample evidence of that as well. I lived in Oregon. Ever since Oregon had had mail-in voting, there's been no significant Republicans in key places. No Republican governor. It is corruption to the core. Oregon supposedly voted in the legalization of heroin and cocaine and magic mushrooms and all that, do you think the people would really vote for such a stupid thing as that? Of course not. It is because of election fraud, corruption of the ballot box. But if this 11th circuit emergency writ is successful, this case could actually establish a new precedent for the entire nation by completely nullifying the 2020 and 2022 elections. We're talking about across the entire nation. Now, how nice would that be to see real justice served? See, some people need to go to jail. Let me just be more straightforward. Some people have committed such high treason in our government and elsewhere, that they should be hung for treason. That's my opinion. You know, we'll we'll see what justice does. We'll see what... That's why the corrupt attorney, Fannie Willis, is trying so hard to get rid of the evidence, namely President Trump. She and the vile Department of Justice, and I call them the Department of Injustice anymore, They have had some real success in their dark work. So far, four people have recanted on their allegations of election stealing in the 2020 election, despite all of the strong evidence affirming the heist. I find that disgusting. It angers me. And yet I sympathize for these people because they are being persecuted by an unrighteous government, a totally evil, dark government. The most recent person who decided to compromise is Jenna Ellis. She's a 38 year old renegade who succumbed to the threat of imprisonment for multiple felonies. I think there were six relating to an alleged racketeering case because of having the gall to opine, that's called First Amendment uh, rights, she stated her opinion that voter fraud was clearly evident in the 2020 election. And because of what she saw, she chose to support and defend Donald Trump. She tearfully claimed, I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. Oh, please. Please. They got to her. They brainwashed her. They pressured her into submission. This is exactly what happens in prisoner of war camps. She gave in. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. You've got to be kidding. She sold her soul, but it saved her a prison sentence if she lost the case, she could have spent years in federal prison if she was convicted. Hmm. Was it worth it? Because as proof actually accumulates daily on the widespread election fraud that actually poisoned our elections across the entire country, the whole country. Yet she compromised. Nice. Nice. Nice way to sell your soul, Jenna. Imagine how you're going to feel, Jenna Ellis, when the truth is told in history. You're only 38 years old. You're likely going to live to regret this. There's a good chance you are going to be around when history tells the true story. And you will be known as a compromiser. You gave in to the enemy. Then there's the very well-known attorney, Sidney Powell, who also accepted a plea deal to have seven felony charges dismissed in in exchange for misdemeanor charges for conspiracy. Well, now she has to write an apology to the people of Georgia. An apology for what? Is is that for taking the plea deal? That's what you should apologize for, Sidney Powell. I love you, okay? I like everything you have stood for, everything you did. But you took a plea deal because you wanted to avoid persecution. You wanted to avoid punishment for doing the right thing. And so you compromised your own soul your own values. This is a testimony to the character of individual people who were on the right path and got sidetracked because they felt they had to compromise. And now she's got to write an apology to the people of Georgia. And not only that, she will likely be called upon to testify against the remainder of people who were charged with President Trump. And she will have to testify against President Trump. What will she say? How do you think that's going to make you feel, Sidney Powell, in the future? Do you still have a conscience or is your conscience now being seared Because you have compromised, because that's exactly what happens every time we give in to evil, to Satan, to those on the dark side. And let's face it, as long as the Department of Justice is weaponized, all of the political hacks Which includes the DAs who were funded by George Soros. It includes the attorneys and all the judges of this land who have taken bribes and sold their soul. They will continue to blackmail defendants of truth and justice. Only those of the highest moral character will stay the course, even under pressure, even if they get thrown in prison, even if they have to forfeit everything. And the day may very well come if we allow it to happen where they might even forfeit their lives. And many people already have done that. But then there's others who chose not to compromise. We saw some of these in the January 6th defendants. As of September 2023, A month ago, there were 623 people who have been sentenced in association with the so called January 6th fake insurrection sponsored by Nancy Pelosi, who has gotten off so far scot free. And she's smiling all the way. There are 657 individuals who have pleaded guilty to federal charges. And so there'll be more incarcerations coming. More people will be thrown in prison, likely given long sentences for something very minor and for false allegations of insurrection. Now, the majority, the overwhelming majority of these people who have been sentenced are good people. Really good American patriots. They are soldiers who have served their country. They are men of honor, women of honor. Names like Enrique Tario, Ethan Nordine, Jacob Chansley, Dominic Pizzola. Now, some of these people, of the 657 individuals, took plea deals. Some didn't. One day, these people are going to be vindicated, and hopefully they will be released not that far into the future. Many by President Trump will be released if he is granted his victory in the 2024 election. There is nobody that can meaningfully challenge President Trump. President Trump will be the next president, the 47th president of the United States. He has nobody to really challenge him when it comes to the will of the people. And remember, many, many Democrats are now coming to their right mind, seeing the evil and saying, I cannot participate in this evil any longer. Good. Because compromise of truth even if it personally benefits you, and maybe especially if it personally benefits you, is always, always wrong. And you always pay a price when you compromise. Mike Johnson said another thing in one of his speeches. He said, The world is on fire, and it surely is. And we, as in we, the government of the United States of America, has provided both the fuel and and the igniting spark to set the world on fire because we, the government, compromised big time, sold their soul. But Mike Johnson always said, also said, rather, you are going to see this group looking, working like a well-oiled machine. Well, I sure hope so. That sounds great. But let's remember, words by themselves mean nothing at this time. We are fed up with cheap talk, empty promises, and false expectations. Yes, I'm a skeptic. The 212 communist Democrats, and how many rhinos are there? 20, 30, 40, 50, probably a lot more. They haven't gone anywhere and they likely have not changed their agenda. They are still out to destroy America for a price. They are just white collar mercenaries doing as much damage as they possibly can to destroy our freedom. The only thing that's going to change anything in America right now is the strong will of a righteous people who seek God and his truth. It doesn't matter how well-oiled the machine is. As we move forward, we must not compromise truth and justice because that is nobleness. That is, a gain divine. From these only, truth and justice, come liberty and hope for a restored America. And so I'm asking you, I am begging you to please choose to be a part of the restoration of America. Keep on praying to our Heavenly Father. Keep your ears and your eyes open. Expose evil and attack it. Attack it in a way that honors God, whatever that may be. And don't, don't be silent. If we save America by the grace of God, your actions will be your gift to all who come after you please don't be a compromiser fight the good fight with integrity and keep on praying you have been listening to unity without compromise dr Steve LaTula. do your best do it with everything you've got adieu